apostrophe I-T-W-I-T H-T-A-N-N-Y and J-E-N-N-Y Filling it with Danny and Jenny Filling it with Danny and Jenny Filling it with Danny and Jenny It's a revolution in podcasts Eli Braden, thank you again, blah, 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 great song. You know, we don't have to say it. It's a revolution podcast. I want to jump right into this because we have a guest that I'm the biggest fan of. I I just want to say before you go, like I was always regret. I felt like we should have had her on five years ago when she was more what I would say, maybe seven years ago, more gettable. Now it's now it's because then I felt like we would have been doing her a favor as opposed to (laughs) her doing us the favor. By the way, this was the joke I wanted to say. <laughs> it's killing, by the way. It's, it's totally killing. worth it. Um, but take, take it away, Jenny. Okay. I don't even know where to start because this, this lady has one of my favorite, like my favorite sitcom, 30 Rock, is my favorite sitcom. I have sung its praises. I watch it religiously. Pitch Perfect, Blockers, and right now, like the number one movie on Amazon Prime, Cinderella. Director, writer, Kay Cannon, everybody. Hey, I mean, blown up. Everyone, calm writer down. Who puts all the rest of us writers to shame and makes us feel just a little bit worse about ourselves? Yes. Thank you Are for you talking about it. Um, you're welcome. You're welcome. Thank yes, you no. so much. Welcome, welcome to the podcast. We're so happy to have you on. I am so happy to be on, and I, I don't think it was that hard at all. <laughs> me like Jenny you emailed me and I was like yeah (laughs) (laughs) I was so excited I was like I reached out we'll see (laughs) and we were so excited by text group it's acceptable to change a little as you get like bigger like you could have been 10% less nice and we would have all been well that's normal that's great actually really seem like happier and nicer I'm like, you're, you're catching me on. I, the last two weeks have been so stressful. Like, I don't know why we do what we do. <laughs> like, <laughs> like putting something out there and being very vulnerable. And um, oh so God, I feel you're, like it's yeah. like out now. And Yeah, it's like when something's out, then you just want to cover your eyes and ears and just yeah. go yeah. to an island. Yeah. I'd love to this start movie is there, fantastic, but... by the way. Fantastic. I oh, love thank it. you. Thanks. What is, what is that like though? Cause I've never had that experience. I mean, I've had an experience of sort of waiting for a show to premiere, but it's a little okay. bit, it's like, even if that first one isn't killing, like you, you can build or you know, or, but what is that like when you put all this, so much money goes into a movie, all this time. And then it's that wait before, I mean, what do you do to keep sane during that period of time? Yeah, man, I was like, I was meditating. I was working out like crazy because the project took even longer because of the pandemic, right? So it was even right. more of a, of a, like a hustle to even get it done, right? Like I didn't even know that the movie would be finished because we yeah. were shooting it and then we shut down and then we came back five months later to finish it. But at any point, Sony could have been like, nah, we're good. <laughs> you know, like we're not gonna, we're not gonna worry about it. But, and then we did and we never shut down. Um, so it like something, you know, and it's, you, and you know, like you start writing it, like I started writing it in 2017, right? So it's now 2021, fall of 2021. So it's a lot, it's so much, 
different. It's so different than when you have a TV show come out. Cause like you said, Danny, like you can like, you can build, you can change, you can adjust, you can like, you know, make, do you get a back nine? Do you get a second season? You know, yeah. there's all that, but uh, the movie is just out and whatever people <laughs> think of yeah. it is there, whatever they think yeah. of it. Yeah. There's five years of my life. Yeah. Enjoy. <laughs> yeah. I have to say like watching, cause I've, followed you you know for a long time and on instagram i felt like i was like on this journey with you following you going okay i'm leaving to go to london <laughs> but i no i was with you like i felt like i was part of it i'm like watching you go with your your daughter I, i'm not, i'm not kidding you when you got to give your daughter a hug and you posted a oh, video wow. okay you don't even know like there's so much awful oh. shit on the internet every day it makes you feel awful but I, like I follow an account called like Good News Movement. Like, yeah, yeah. You, know, you want to see something positive. That should have been on there because you were like waving to her and you got to, you quarantined yourself and you got back and you got to hug your daughter. It was the sweetest thing I've ever And it was seen. her birthday. Like, yeah. I, I, you know, there, it, it was awful to be away. Like, it just is. And, uh, I, you know, I became a mom because I wanted to be a mom. <laughs> you know, like, and I am like, it is very painful for me to be away from her. Yeah. And uh, um, so I was like, oh, it's almost two months where I was mm -hmm. with her and it was even more painful to be, to come home and like be quarantined away from her and just like see her from afar. <laughs> that was the worst, like for both of us. In jail. It's like being yeah. in jail. Yes, it was. Yeah, like, like, like for me like kissing her through like on glass right. or something. <laughs> um, and, like, I was like good. with you every step of the way. And then Danny, it was like her, was it her seventh birthday? Yeah, yeah. It was, and, and through the window, she's waving and, and she wakes up and sees and then you're like, you can come around and hug me. Yeah, I'd gotten a negative COVID test. The yeah. night before, so I knew I was going to be able to like come in because we were live we uh, in Maine, we were living with Evan's parents. Uh -oh. So the, at the time, you know, it was like, I didn't want to I didn't want to get COVID, but I didn't want to give it, spread it. Right. You know, yeah. so we were like extra, extra, extra careful. It was like my third test or something. Yeah. <laughs> but it was the sweetest thing I've ever seen. And following uh -huh. you through the whole, you know, going to London and, and like the whole production was just like, and then to get to see the movie too, like feeling like I was just watching it the whole way. And you did a yeah. phenomenal job. It was a great movie. Fantastic. Thank you. Yeah, Thanks. fantastic. I highly recommend everyone watch I it. I have not, I was I, thinking, so can I pretend like I've seen, because I would like to no, be honest, I like prepare. I have not seen it yet, but it was, you were just, so you're just, but I, you're, I've heard from several, I was literally in a writer's room today where people were talking and not knowing I was like, you're going to be on the podcast today, who were saying, it's really good. Like yeah. that, it just came up in like our, our lunchtime chit chat. So I'm excited to see it. So. Oh, and Danny, yeah, just for you, because I know you. Yeah. They're singing. Oh, I love a musical. I know you do. <laughs> do you or do you not? He loves I do. A musical. I love a musical more than any straight guy should. <laughs> I am like, I, I am bananas for them. Yeah. So, like, I, I'll talk uh, about watching football games, and he's like, Have you not seen Les Mis? You will lose your mind. It's a stripped down production. I saw it down. Yeah, I get, I get nuts about this stuff. So, um, so I'm in. Yeah. That's good. Cause like, look, I, I, you know, I made this, I'd like to say that I, I like, I made this movie for kids and kids at heart, you know, like, uh -huh. you know, and, and I understand like musicals aren't for everybody and stuff like that, but this really is for like, you know, like it's, it, it's not necessarily like, I hope you like it, Danny, but it's not necessarily for like, no, I try not for a 50 something year old man, <laughs> yeah. but, uh, but, yeah. but I appreciate those things. And I will even say this because my, my kids are older, but I, I, I wanted to send like gift baskets to anybody who produced 
or wrote or directed stuff for my kids that I could sit there and be engaged with. Mm-hmm. And because there's, there's so little of it. And so like when something great came along that I was like, oh my God, I can enjoy this. I can watch this over and over again and not like put a bullet in my head. It's yeah. like, and I think like, I, I don't know. Did you, did you find that being a parent guided you in this journey for you with that? Just because you sat through stuff maybe that was a little harder to watch or <laughs> down to the kids? Yeah, I mean- I, I like cars, for example, that was like the big one for my daughter. Like, yeah. and I really love that movie, but I know it by heart now. Yeah. Like, I mean, she watched it like 5,000 times, but it was the driving force to the whole thing. Like I, I w- wanted to rewrite this and retell the Cinderella story for my younger self who didn't connect to the Cinderella story yeah. um, and, in a way that I felt like I would more connect to it. And then I was just like looking at my daughter, Lenny, the whole time, like I would check in with her and I would just be like, you know, do you, does this resonate with you? What does resonate mean, mom? Uh, but like, yeah. Did you ever go like, did you ever say like, who am I rooting for here? Is, yeah. is, is, is <laughs> she going to produce her job? Her credit her job? Like, yeah, did she get a producer credit, by the way? <laughs> she should, she should <laughs> get one. Uh, but, but especially like, like song selections and stuff, like I would play demos and see like her and her best friend Pilar, I'd be like, are you dancing to this? Or do you like this? Like, um and and they were really they it was great because they would yeah. they were very honest like they couldn't yeah. there was nothing that they could like pretend you know they they either liked it or they didn't and well uh, i can say when I, when I sat down to watch it what blew me away and i i didn't know you know i knew cinderella the story but i didn't know what to expect and it starts off the first song is rhythm nation janet yeah. jackson rhythm nation but <laughs> like this yeah. version of it and yeah. right when it started i was like wait i i know this I know this. <laughs> I think I did a dance to it when I was, you know, in <laughs> Lynn Bates School of Dance in Bay City, Texas. I'm like, <laughs> oh my God. And it was like every song was just this. It was, it's fantastic. Absolutely right. fantastic. Yeah. Like, and we, I uh, mashed that up with you, Desiree, Desiree's yeah. Gotta Be. Uh, yeah. Cinderella sings. But like, look, the songs that. had to be like um, dialogue on the page. So it was like a puzzle to figure out like what song should go where. Um, and I was in a Barry's boot camp class when I heard Rhythm Nation. And I was just like, oh, that could be the beginning of the movie. <laughs> I, I, I feel like I watched that music exactly. video a million times where she would go like three, you know, like she did two, like did two, it different. One. Like, <laughs> yeah. So getting the lyrics right. I, I, I used to love when people would play like the wrong song. Like they haven't listened to the lyrics at their wedding. Like I had a friend who's like, did every breath you take. Yeah. And it's like, that is a song about somebody stalking someone. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, really? Do you not listen to this? So I get that when you're doing a movie, it really does have to apply. Yeah. It's like, I will always love you at a wedding. And you're like, oh. if you really listen to I will always love you, I don't know yeah. if that's a wedding song. It sounds like a breakup song. Yeah, it is absolutely a breakup song. It is well, a... Yeah, like Dolly Parton time. wrote it for Porter Wagner when they exactly. parted ways. Exactly. <laughs> Why is this your wedding song? <laughs> um, well, so we have to ask, you know, I love like knowing your backstory. I want to know how you got started, like in writing, like let's rewind it back. You were, you were Second City. You, yeah. That's, that's where you start off. Give us. Yeah, I was um, started taking classes. I was actually in grad school for ed- ed- education. Like I actually have a master's in education that I've never used. <laughs> and the second year of that, I started taking classes at Second City and then just threw myself into 
the improv world. Yeah. So you're a performer as well as writer. Yeah. Yeah. I started as a performer and I got into writing because I am a failed actress. (laughs) I mean, I feel like a lot of us that happens to us. Uh, I got it. Because at the time, like, um, I started writing for myself because I'd come out to LA to, for pilot season and feel, felt like this is, I don't know, what is this now? 15, 16 years ago where, um, it's so different now than it was 16 years ago, because back then it really kind of was like, you were either in comedies and sitcoms, you were either the hot, really hot person, or you were a character actress. <laughs> There wasn't right. a ton in between and, and, and the in-between was given to famous people who, you know, who were, who were known. So I started writing for myself because I, I didn't fit into those categories, yeah. like, you know, and I'm sort of ethnically ambiguous and I don't, it was just like harder. And I, like, I tested for Saturday Night Live. I tested for things, but I just didn't get anything. So I just was like, oh, I'll, I'll start writing to show what I can do. Like I'll, I'll write a role for myself. So I wrote a, a, a pilot with um, my friend, Karen Gracchi and, and Tina Fey, who I was friends with from like met her at second city. Mm-hmm. She was, she read the stuff that I was writing. So mm-hmm. then, um, and then, and I just kind of rode the horse in the direction it was going. Cause like Tina was like, I've got this show. Do you have a spec? Because I had written a pilot with a friend. So it's like, do you have something of your own that you've yeah. written solo? And I was in a writing at IO at Improv Olympic in LA. I was in a spec writing class wow. and I was like week six or something. So I, I, so t- when Tina Fey is like, do you have something? You're like, yes, I do. Yeah. And she's like, can I have it by Friday? And it's like, of course you can. And I was like, no. And then you're like Googling what is spec it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, and I, I, you know, and then Friday became Wednesday and I've stayed up all night long finishing the spec I was doing of the office. And um, I was by coastal at the time. Cause I was at that point, I was married to Jason Sudeikis. And so he was on SNL. And so I was in New York, stayed up all night, finished the spec, um, had somebody in LA proof it for me, wow. sent it in at like nine 30. I had a, I had a nine 30 flight back to California, back to LA. And then when I got off the plane, they had read it and I had a meeting for 30 Rock. Wow. So, yeah, 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 yeah. I didn't realize. And for 30 Rock too, not for like, oh, some like. What a crazy first credit. <laughs> like, I mean, honestly, that's like, I, it's so, I can't imagine. Like what you're, you're, you're literally at the, I mean, the most precisely written comedy maybe of all time in terms of just how dense it is and like where I, it's. Wow, what a what a boot camp! What a training! Exactly, I felt like I went to grad school for comedy writing for sure. You sure and, did, and you know, people like because of the movie, like I've been asked, "Who's my Fab G?" Like, "Who's my fair?" Yeah. yeah. Um, and it to me, it's Tina Fey. Like, she just worked her magic, and like she, you know, she hired me when I was so green, and she yeah. like took me under her wing, and and I just learned so much. I mean, like. That staff is, I mean, Danny, you know, from like your modern yeah. family staff, it's like that, that staff was also just so incredible. And all those writers are just so good. And I just well, felt like I was just a sponge, like just learning. And Jack Bird, it talks about you in glowing, glowing terms all the time. And I was like, yeah, I mean, I know her from Twitter, so whatever, but, uh, yeah. but, um, <laughs> no, but, but um, no, he really does. He's like, he, he was like, 
you came up you came up enough times that it's like okay we get it you're like hey can it um <laughs> but no uh, but no but you know he really did and i mean i you know and he you know he, he's not like he doesn't do that for everybody so i could tell like yeah. he really meant it so like there, there's not the uh courtesy compliment no no i feel like like everything i've seen like you you know like it it seems very apparent just given what you've done and everything like tina fey is believes in you so much like you know just from like 30 rock i'm like man what a great cheerleader to have yeah. oh my gosh you know like when believe me when i was doing that spec in the middle of the night i was like rocking the whole time and i was felt like i was gonna barf like i yeah. like you're gonna i'm i wasn't just like giving it to somebody who i wouldn't know or have dinner with in the future, I was giving it to Tina Fey, right? <laughs> like, and Robert Carlock to read, you know? And, um, and I, I sometimes like the first, I mean, I would say the first couple of years, actually, when I think about it, but like that, especially that first year, I would just be at, in, in the writer's room at the table and just having this second conversation with myself of just like, I couldn't believe I was sitting there. I couldn't believe I was at the table. And, right. and you know, like in the first couple of months, because I'm in the sketch comedy world, it was just all of us talking about like Tina talking about her SNL days and me telling my sketch stuff. And I was like, oh, it's just people sitting around talking about their lives. Like I can do this. <laughs> <laughs> and then we started writing and I was like, oh, this is hard. <laughs> oh, what? This sucks. Yeah. This how, how was it like the first script that you turned in for 30 Rock? Were you like sweating well, again, like in Tina's mentoring, uh, you know, like I wrote it with Tina and it was the Paul Rubens episode. Oh God. Uh, oh, my the favorite Black episode. So <laughs> like, it was this crazy episode that kind of like was a shift. It, it, that episode was like, oh my gosh, this show is going to do anything. Like it yeah. kind of gave us permission to do anything. Like, I think there were episodes before that, that really solidified like Jack and Liz Lemon is the heart of the show. But that one black tie it's like when you it saw was... paul rubens come out and he was just like thank you for his legs. My <laughs> yeah, yeah. um that that was like I, that i still feel this way i don't know how you guys feel but whenever i see my name on a, an episode of television or like with the movie and other people are saying the words you wrote oh, it, it still has ne it's never gone away for me like no, I, get I know, it. and and I I think it shouldn't ever go away. I think the moment it does go away, that's probably you be concerned. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, but what also does it go like away. seeing your work and it people being like, oh my god, what a great yeah episode. What also like, doesn't oh. go away, sadly, is like I deserve none of this. I wish that would go away. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I wish the imposter syndrome would go away. I wish. Oh my God, I, yeah, yeah. I, I suffer from that. I remember the first pilot I wrote a few and I asked Danny I was like I had to send it all I had to do is hit send on my email and I like I called Danny I'm like do you feel this is this like I, and because I still every time I turn a script into modern family I'm like this is it this is the moment I'm gonna get pulled away right and they're gonna say like, you honestly, don't I, I heard 35 episodes of that show and not one of them did I ever believe that this was not the one where they were gonna find out what a gigantic fraud I've been this was right and then when it's light and it's weird because then I shift into not the different modes. So I go from this is the sh they're, they're going to know what a stupid person I am. And then we get into the rewrite and the, it's going well, it's going well. And I'm feeling great, feeling great. And they want to change a joke. And I'm like, you're going to change that joke. It's perfect. 
<laughs> simultaneously, it's the worst thing and the best thing in the world. I, I don't know. I'm never happy. This, this like percolating confidence comes back. In. Yeah, it's like <laughs> it's just, just like, it's like fuck you and non confidence. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It, it's hard sometimes like to be proud of yourself because it's so like the, the anxiety. You know, yeah. Like something works and you're still like okay, well that happened, but what do I have in front of me? Everything's gonna blow up. You know? Exactly. And you know, at Thirty Rock, like just to keep, we did so much rewriting, but it's just like if your jokes stayed. Like you would be just so happy if a joke stayed, you know, like you would just be like, oh, that, oh, good. Oh, that's exciting. <laughs> you know, actually, what was your, do you have a favorite joke that you wrote on 30 Rock? Yeah. Uh, well, I, I only remember it because um, like Tina has cited it as her favorite and, um, oh. and, and a couple people have uh, in, in real life have come up to me and have had it tattooed on their body. Uh, Stop and it. It's when um, Tracy is, talking to a pigeon and he's like you know stop i can't i can't remember the exact but it's like stop eating those fries have some self-respect don't you know you can fly you know uh and somebody like i was at a show i was doing an improv show and um somebody came up to me and and she like lowered her shirt and she's like i got that that quote um tattooed onto her back and it, it looked it looked pretty cool but I, it just i was like don't you know you can fly <laughs> um which is like kind of a wonderful motto for or like a you know an affirmation right to, sure. to like there's actually a deeper meaning yeah 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 <laughs> um but just like i just remembering like tracy like sitting there and talking to this pigeon <laughs> that, that, that i watched that were so I, I like i refer to it but it's like there are lines that you're just so jealous of like there, it was i think jack was like sick or thought he was dying and his words were i wish i had spent more time at the office yes. <laughs> <laughs> I, like, that is so goddamn brilliant i want to kill myself it's so yeah. Fucking yeah yeah and i i don't know how you guys are but i when the first three or four years of 30 rock i i re could remember every name of every episode, who pitched whatever joke. Like I had like this acute, like, I, I just knew what, what everybody, now I, I can't remember anything. Like people will bring up stuff and I'm like, oh, what is that? Like, I remember Jackie Jump, Jump <laughs> title of an episode, but, um, but I Which do I remember. love that episode. Yeah, yeah. It was I the Janis that. Joplin with Netflix. Yes. <laughs> they didn't have the rights to Janis Joplin, so she was gonna be Jackie Jorp Jump. <laughs> um, but I remember Jack Burda pitching never take a hippie to a second location or never follow a hippie to a second, yeah. to a second location. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I can I can remember that, you know, that it, that that was Jack's joke. Uh, yeah, no, there, there were there were just so many, like it was just so dense. And it's one of those shows that really holds up for repeated viewing because I you definitely find you miss stuff and there's oh it's, it's just so rapid fire, like just the I just have such respect for that level of, because I know how much work goes into making all those jokes hit. I know like when I watch an episode of 30 Rock, I'm just thinking, because like they haven't been in writer's rooms, I'm thinking, holy fuck, how much, how many, what were the things that were in second place to that? Like how, where, where did they get yeah. to that? Yeah. yeah. Amazing. Like, you know, like Robert would sit on, and the room would sit on a joke for like, hours sometimes <laughs> you know you'd be like out an hour and a half and be like uh can we move on <laughs> uh but yeah. floyd was that way with uh, in his part of the room on um on on modern yeah. family be like we don't have this yet i don't know <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
I'm on my second meal. Like I'm on my second dinner. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Well, let me ask you about, so, I mean, a a huge hit for you became, was pitch perfect. I mean, that was a massive success. Like, was that the, what was the, was that the first movie you wrote or what was the first? Yeah. Like I had, I had done a little bit of writing on baby mama. Like I'd come in uh, to help. So that was like my first film experience, but, um, uh, but yeah, that was also like one movie I love, by the way. Uh, oh, love, baby. <laughs> uh, but yeah, like, but Pitch Perfect was like the first time I'd ever, you know, written a, a movie. And um, so I wait, just, so, so your first writing for TV was 30 Rock, and then yes. your first movie you wrote was Pitch Perfect. That is correct, yeah. That went <laughs> downhill from there. <laughs> I quit. I don't want to do I know, I know. I just quit. <laughs> yeah, I mean, where am I going from here? Oh my god. That's goodness. amazing. But you know what? That pitch perfect was a slow burn too, though. Like, you know, I sold uh, we, we pitched that in 2008. Glee came on the scene and pitch perfect was dead. Like I wrote my first couple of drafts prior to Glee. And then when Glee happened, it was like it, it was already like what it's a ragtag group of gals, you know, singing acapella. Right. Like it was already kind of weird. Yeah, <laughs> right. um, um, and you know, not something that somebody's going to green light right away. And then, and so it was like dead for a couple of years. Like it was, and I didn't think anything was going to happen. And I, and I just like to rewrite, like, I just will rewrite and rewrite and rewrite and rewrite all the time. Like, you know, as we're shooting in post, like that's just my kind of philosophy writing wise. And so I just took that time just to kept like rewriting it and honing it and getting notes. And, and then, um, and then Jason Moore signed on as director and, and, and we had to like, I remember us going into universal and bridesmaids had just come out the week before and was massively successful. And right. thank God, because I think that helped open the door to green light pitch perfect. So um, you come up with this idea prior to Glee and Bridesmaids, then these two things fall, like the universe just makes <laughs> those things happen. That's what, what an yeah. amazing story. Yeah, like and Bridesmaids being successful was so huge for us. Like it really just opened this door for us. And Jason had made a sizzle reel of like the tone and the vibe and the feel of the movie for Universal. And I remember us watching it. And it's like taking like the funniest parts of Anchorman and like taking like yeah. all this great stuff online of acapella and like uh, yeah. all of that. And, and like they watched it and they were like, that's so great. You know, and I, I remember thinking that's so weird because that's just taking other great movies <laughs> and putting yeah. them all together and saying, this is what our movie's going to be like. So in your sizzle reel was like Afternoon Delight from Anchorman? Yes. Yeah, hysterical. Like, okay. Jason, Jason had put that together. Like Jason had worked. I, I, I don't know, and the producers as well. But like, yeah. <laughs> um, and uh, and then um, uh, Gold Circle came in, and and so like Pitch basically kind of was like it was Universal and Gold Circle, and and that it was kind of like shooting an independent movie, really. You know, like wow. you know, it was kind of like all under the radar, right? Like, yeah. and so and even when um, Pitch came out it's like it did okay um in the box office but what started to happen was it just had this this crazy long legs like um where five months later it was still in the top 10. really so yeah and so and then and then when like dvds were selling out and stuff online was selling out like that's why we got a sequel it's not because we had like a massive box office hit it was the build it was yeah. just the build and it was like so it was like something strange that people weren't 
were surprised they liked, you know, like, um, and I felt even, even though 30 Rock had so much success, 30 Rock was kind of a build too, you know, like. Yeah, and 30 Rock was never a classical hit, yeah. hit yeah. you know, in terms of, it was never like in the days of rating bananas. It was always like, tells you like, that's a problem with the culture and networks other than not, not the show. Cause it's like, why is that? I mean, we all know shows that were very successful that were like, seriously. Um, but like, but like how was 30 Rock? And I'm, yeah. So. Yeah. Um, wow. So it doesn't, it didn't feel like it was like oh, Pitch Perfect as, as my first movie until like, till Pitch 2 came out. <laughs> and when Pitch yeah. 2 came out and did really well and broke yeah. records and stuff like that, then it was like, oh, this, I think this is, uh, this feels successful now. <laughs> and then <laughs> Pitch know? Perfect 3, you had Yeah. How involved were you in the casting of that? Cause the cast was just so fantastic. The I cast mean. was incredible. Uh, I, yeah, I mean, that's all like, the producers and Jason Moore and, you know, like oh. uh, 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 the one thing I can sort of lay claim to is Rebel Wilson, because I saw her right. bridesmaids and then I realized we were Facebook friends and I was like, <laughs> she would be perfect. I like, we had a little bit of trouble casting Fat Amy because I think, you know, it, it's, yeah. a, it's a swing, it's a swing, right? right. And, um, and so I sent Rebel the script through Facebook. <laughs> And, um, and I didn't say, I was just like, just read it, see if yeah. any, if you respond to anything. And she, cause she was a big 30 rock fan. So she had like sought me out to be a Facebook friend. Oh, that's great. Um, and, um, and then she read it and she wrote back, like, I think I can make a smashing fat Amy. <laughs> and, um, and then I was there for her audition and, uh, like, you know, like sort of the rest is history. It's just like, wow. Yeah. Because yeah, isn't it funny? I bet Hollywood hates social media because you can just go around and go like, I'll just go to Facebook and hit her up. Right, right, right. <laughs> Instead of going, of course, now call my agent to call her people and have a middleman, and you know, like it, sometimes it it's hoops to get to somebody. But now <laughs> yeah. social media, like oh yeah, the gatekeepers are gone <laughs> that way. Right, it was like the right place, right time, in, in a way because she, she had a small part on Bridesmaids, and it was like, oh, she's so funny and so like ready to be like this unknown yeah uh, and I mean, on bridesmaid she just stole the like every scene yeah. she was in was hilarious yeah <laughs> i was thinking of her with the frozen peas i know yeah yeah so banged up <laughs> um the uh, uh so the message here by the way so for aspiring writers and uh, directors is contact uh k on facebook and yeah <laughs> i mean now um it's more of a tiktok thing now like yeah, yeah. like I'm not on TikTok. I, I, I'm, I'm old lady cannon over here. I've got, I've, I guess I got to get on it. I, I have it. TikTok just to see other people's videos, uh -huh. but I've never posted anything. Like I just have it just to look at other people's. I pretty much do every single dance challenge. Um, <laughs> but you've done like so many blockers and everything like Blockers are you, you going to take good some movie. time after this? By the, oh, blockers. Like, just want to just applaud blockers. Oh, thank you. Thank so you. Good. Love blockers. I went to see that and, not knowing you were associated with it, actually. Really? Yeah, literally. Like, because I, I, you know, I'm obviously a fan, but it was like, oh, I didn't know this was, and it was like, it's just, it's so good. And that movie could go wrong in a million ways. And it did. Yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah. Hit, I think the target for that was so narrow, and you were just like right in the center. Good I think that's. And, and Go ahead. No, no, go ahead. I, I feel like that has kind of been my thing in my um, career. It seems to be is that like 
I'm trying to do things and that people could easily write off and think it's so dumb. And then what's, so in a way I'm kind of like keeping the bar pretty low so that when they see it, they're like, Oh, I actually like that. Like, and they're surprised that they like it, you know? And that's the same with Cinderella too. I think like, like people are go, could, could go in with a certain, you know, some preconceived notions and then go, Oh, I actually, that was like something that was entertaining to me or whatever. Uh, um, Uh, John Cena, who is in blockers and we just had Steve Agee on who was at suicide squad. Is he just, I mean, Danny and I we have a little project and, and we keep talking about wanting John. Is he just that great? Because I love him. I'm obsessed with John Cena. You know what? He is that great. You know, I, and I'm, it's no, there's no, I'm not blowing smoke or anything like that. Like I love him. Like, uh, you know, I was uh, an athlete. I grew up an athlete all my life and I've been on so many teams and I've coached teams and uh, improv is like, a sport yeah. in itself in a way we were on a bunch of teams yeah. um and so john and i have that same mentality like he's got like that ath- he approaches the work with a very athletic mind and yeah. so he like works very hard he leaves nothing on the field you know like yeah uh, yeah you know? and so I, I, he's extremely coachable and yeah. <laughs> uh, and and if you can get him like uh, did you see vacation friends oh what? i just watched that i love you now it's yeah, like that was, that's one, one thing I was going to recommend. I was yeah. <laughs> so funny. I mean, the movie's really funny, but he, he in particular has like yeah. showing you something different with him. Yeah. And he goes for it and the big yeah. and the goofy and the overly emotional. It's like, I, 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 I'm just, I'm just a huge fan. Um, before we get to our recommendations, I think this would be a good time to stop and just give thanks to the people who pay for this podcast, which we're going yes. to do right now. Okay, doing it, Nation. It's sports time, time for sports games. And Bet Online is the fastest and easiest way to wager on all your favorite sports, contests, and events with first to market odds and lines. And I know exactly what that means. Oh, I do too. Find your reviews and news of every league, including, get ready, Danny, Major okay. League Baseball. NFL, NBA, NHL, combat sports. You love that. Yeah. Esports. And what about even, golf? What about golf? Guess what? Even golf. Holy moly. That online continues to be the top online resource for all your sports information from live in-game betting, props, and futures. Oh my God. Head to bet online today or use your mobile device to join today and make your first sports bet. Use our promo code CLNS50. That is CLNS50 to receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Can you believe that? I can't. That's 50% deposit using the code CLNS50. Bet online. Where the game starts. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Get <laughs> Doing it, Nation. I'm coming to you, Jenny Johnson, comedian, writer, all around, straight up G. I'm about to let you know about Athletic Greens AG1 that I just started taking because now that I'm 44 years old and, you know, mama gets a little tired from time to time. And I'm telling you, this green drink is amazing. I don't want a lot of sugar because I still got to keep my body looking tight. This has low sugar. It tastes great. It helps me sleep at night. Another thing I have problems with. 
and I just feel good all the way around. The most important thing for me is it containing less than one gram of sugar, no GMOs, no nasty chemicals or artificial anything while still tasting good. I am forever searching for healthy options, low in sugar and high in taste and AG1 is the perfect fit for me. It gives me all the energy I need during the day. I get a great night's sleep and you know what? I look amazing. I don't know if that has anything to do with it, but I think AG1 does. AG1 is where it's at. To make it easy, Athletic Greens is going to give you a free one-year supply of immune-supporting vitamin D and five free travel packs with your first purchase. All you have to do is visit athleticgreens.com backslash doing it. Again, that is athleticgreens.com backslash doing it to take ownership over your health and pick up the ultimate daily nutritional insurance. And we are back with... Back the great Kay Cannon. Um, so- Triple um, is what I would call. What's AR? A triple threat, I would call I would Kay. A triple threat, yeah, yeah. Yeah, writer. No, writes, directs, yes. and Performs. is a hell of an Irish dancer. <laughs> <laughs> I'm picking up right now. Well, see, I'm sorry you can't see us at home, but she just went yeah. full Michael Flatley. I mean, unbelievable. (laughs) As we were like discussing John Cena, I have to say, I remember seeing him. I think, I feel like it was the first thing I saw him acting with sisters because it was. Oh, right. And he played the tatted up drug dealer. And I remember thinking, is that John Cena? (laughs) Is that the wrestler guy? And he was hilarious. I mean, unbelievably hilarious. Oh, so funny. And then he was in, I think he was in Trainwreck, right? Yeah. Our sisters. And yeah. Trainwreck was like where you go, oh, wow. That's like, where he got me. Yeah. And then for me in casting Blockers, it was watching him host the ESPYs. Like he gave, right. a, he gave a monologue where it's like, because you can tell like he's got his wrestler perform, uh, you know, persona. Mm-hmm. And then he was really good in these like smaller roles like train wreck and sisters and stuff like that. But like him delivering jokes in a, you know, in yeah, a monotone form. Yeah, yeah, it's not easy to do. And, and he did it so well that I was like, oh, so he can, there's there's degrees for him that he can like shift to that like he yeah. has a, some range. No, he's I always get blown away when I see like a, somebody that you don't expect to be good, you know, like Justin Timberlake hosting SNL or, you know, like uh-huh. somebody that all of a sudden you're just like, what? Or watching those like Comedy Central roasts and you know Snoop Dogg gets up and kills and you're like Snoop <laughs> <laughs> Dogg you know as a comedian I'm like you're like pick a lane Snoop like come on man cut it I all felt about, I felt like Blake Griffin in that roast was like I mean I yeah. knew he's funny anyway but it was just like that yeah. was killer that stuff oh my god so so funny so are you gonna take some time now or are you what are you working on now what what do you have in front of you, Kay? Um, yeah, I, 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 I hope to not slow down. I've got like a, a, a production company. We've got a slate full of things. And it, and it, wh- where I'm at right now is like, it's kind of weird. I'm in that weird feeling of like, oh, Cinderella's out and done. And I don't like, my work is done on that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you know? And it's been, it's been in my mind for, for now years. So like, I'm getting past that. And, um, you know, it's just, you guys know, like, you never know what's going to get greenlit. You never know what's yeah. going to actually come together. To have anything made these days is... It's so hard. If I can give you one piece of advice, I would really look for more stories about uh, white middle-aged men. I think, uh-huh. yeah, I think yeah, yeah. right now it feels like we're at that cultural moment. It's like our turn. 
I think. Yeah, I've got like a dozen or so of those uh, that I've been working on for the last several years. Um, but it's hard. It's hard to just even get like executives to listen to because yeah. they're just like nobody wants to watch that. Or, no, everybody wants to watch that. <laughs> and, and there's, like, there's just too too many of those shows already on there, so it's just really hard. I think if you just always put a superhero in every script, you'll do good. <laughs> like it'll get made. Isn't that the key? <laughs> like, my problem is if I if I say like the superhero is the mother and they're like, get out of my office. <laughs> <laughs> no superheroes of the mother. Get out of here. Um superheroes so with, nice six. Then you're really bad. <laughs> yeah. This fat ass mother, get out of here. <laughs> How dare she? Well, I know you're a business Danny, go person. ahead and introduce our next scene. Our next segment. Our yeah, this is where we go. Like, we're part of the appeal of the show, this is what the, the fans just go crazy for. I mean, I can't even <laughs> answer all the letters. And you wouldn't understand this, okay? but uh, the, just the throngs uh, for us. But um, we kind of talk about some of the things we've been uh, watching and enjoying. Um, and uh, I mean, what, what, what are some of the things that are entertaining you in the few spare moments you have? Well, you know, I have to, if you know me, you know, like I watch everything and I stay up till all hours of the night watching everything. I just love television. And like, yeah, and my, my daughter is like also loves television. And it's like hard to argue like with her. Yeah. It's like- Quality time. You, yeah. you argue about screen time with her and you're yeah. like- <laughs> Exactly. I learned it from you, mom. Yes. I'm like, I know. And I'm actually proud. Um, I love right now. I've been watching uh, the other two, I think is going to be one of mine. Unbelievable. Um, yes. I think, I think the second season is so funny. And so yeah. I, I like the first season a lot, but I think this yeah. season is just like, next uh, like, yeah, next level. And I can't wait for the episodes to come out. You know, when you have yeah. that and you're just like, oh, right. oh, the other two, like there's two episodes out. Right. I, I, just, I just watched them today actually. Um, and then- The church uh, one at the Soho house? Or, oh I mean, God. holy shit, how good was that? Okay, anyway. Yeah, I don't well, give it, it was so good. I, I tell you what, one, I laughed so hard. I kept rewinding it was at the end when he was like, and Chase has a new Luke and he pronounced <laughs> look, Luke. Crying, laughing. <laughs> <laughs> They're I mean, taking such big swings in such a great way, like where you're really seeing stuff you haven't seen on television before. You know, like so good. The uh, um, Drew Drew's character, like with the guys and the you know on oh, grinder or whatever. You know, um, amazing. It was so like funny. it felt yeah. so like well observed, like a world I don't you know. Yeah. I, I, I pretend I'm not super familiar with. But, um, but it, it was like, wow, it was like that. It was just, it was really like, what a fresh take on all of that stuff. Yeah. And yeah. still funny. Yeah. 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 What else? Anything else? Yes. Uh, the Chair. I've, I've watched all, uh, have you guys watched The Chair? That's the one with um, Sandra Oh. Sandra Oh, I've not yeah. seen it yet. That, I heard it's great. Yeah, it, I think it, I, I finished the whole thing. I think there's only six episodes of that, but it's super well-written. It's, it's really funny and it's so well acted. And it is that like, I, I connect to it because it's, it's like like women in, you know, in, at the college level, at the Ivy League level and how they've not been treated well. And, yeah. uh, you know, it's like uh, Holland Taylor is so funny in it. And oh, wow. um, Jay Duplass oh, is so great in it as well. Uh, 
it, it's really, really well done. Um, so huh? What's that? I definitely want to see that. You're this is like the third what's, time what's, what's that on actually? It's on Netflix. Netflix. Okay, Netflix. Yeah, right. and I think it was co-created by Amanda Peep, which I thought. Oh, was that makes sense because Holland to Sarah Paulson to Amanda yeah. Peep, they're BFFs. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> How do you know that? Follow the bouncing ball. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a Hollywood insider, you know. <laughs> amazing. Uh, yeah. Uh, I've well, been, Danny, what about you? What have you been? I mean, the thing that I, I've watched them twice, I was honestly, the uh, the other two is like, that was like my number one choice because I, I hadn't seen the first season. So I binged the whole first season, uh -oh. got to this, and it's like, how did I miss that first season? And the second season, they stepped it up a notch. Um, for just a show that just gives me joy. And like, I'm, I'm so happy every time I watch it is what we do in the shadows. Y'all have taken um, both of my choices. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> I oh, love damn. what we do in the shadows. But yeah. What we do in the shadows, and those they drop. They, they drop. That's how we say it when an episode comes out. We say that they drop for people listening at home. So they drop two episodes um, uh, uh, up front, and they're just so good. And the characters are evolving and developing. I just. Yeah, I'm just all in on that show. Oh, that's, I, that's, a, that's my next show that I need to watch because it, I, I, I've heard so many great things. Like so many people say how great it is and it, yeah. and it like critics love it and everything. And it's one of those things where I want to like sit down and just binge all of it. You know, uh, you'll love it. You'll, I, I know you will. I know you will because I know like in the way that sometimes like 30 Rock would just go for comedy yeah. and in, in whatever that reality world was, I think um, that crew has that same ethos and, um, uh -huh. and it's not as rapid fire. It's a much quieter, sweeter comedy, weirdly enough, but yeah. it's just as it, it's taking just the same kind of big swings. That's actually a great observation because it, it's like when Queen of Jordan, when those yeah. episodes on 30 Rock, and yes, that's, exactly. it, it's like that. Yeah. But it takes a, like swings like that. Like, yeah, like, yeah. <laughs> like oh, that's God. how it is. It's super, that it's, and that Wellington Paranormal, you told me to watch that, which is like a spinoff or something. From the movie, from the movie yeah, what yeah. we do in the shadows, two cops from New Zealand appear in that movie and they yeah. give them their own X-Files. Yeah. Also a, um, it's X-Files, but it's all mockumentary. Yeah. And the camera crew is kind of present in it. Like camera crew get hurt and killed in it um, as they're going through it, yeah. but so sweet. Fantastic. Well. Those were going to be two of my choices, but also I just watched Cruella on. Oh, me too. That was fantastic. It was so great. I, yeah. I didn't even really know what to like expect, but I was like blown away. That was awesome. Yeah. I'm I mean, shocked I to hear that's good. I'm shocked. It is good. It's fantastic. Yeah, you know what? It, that's one of those things where like film Twitter made you feel like it wasn't good right. or something. Yeah. Uh, and then I watched it too. And I was like, this is great. I mean, some of those camera moves are amazing. And. Yeah, Emma uh, Stone, Emma Thompson, phenomenal. Yeah. I mean, they're. I mean, Emma Thompson is just doing Emma Thompson, and it's so she's so good. Yeah, she's Ad fantastic. Yeah, yeah. And then also, of course, Amazon Prime Cinderella. That's phenomenal. oh, oh. I mean, well, look at that phenomenal I'm rhythm to... nation. It should have been called Rhythm Nation, but like Cinderella, <laughs> with the rhythm nation. <laughs> or this episode drops. I, I used it again. Um, uh, I'm going to watch it so that I can comment on it on my 
social media platform, which is quite important to me. I'm, 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 I'm the world's oldest influencer. You're an influencer. Yeah, you no, are. No, You're I'm an the influencer. world's baldest influencer. <laughs> um, Kay, Jesus Christ, thank you for doing this. You're a delight. Oh. I this mean, is this is so awesome. You guys are, uh, you guys are amazing. And I have to, like, I follow you guys and, uh, like about full disclosure, I was like, oh, I'd love to go on their show sometime. Like, you know, and, and then I, I felt like I manifested it because then I got, um, uh, cause I, I saw the Steve, um, is it, did you say a G is that how you say it? Uh, AG. AG. Yeah. Like I saw, I saw Steve AG one and it was like, oh man, I would love to go on their show. <laughs> I can give you more advice. If you have this power, you should use it for higher goals. Yeah. <laughs> but we are, way, I'm going to, I'm going to ride that high for the rest. Oh my God. Me too. Like I am, you just made both of our nights and we're going to do a little, after, after you sign off, we're going to stay on and we're just going to go like, like do that dance in a bad rom-com where the guy likes her. It's like, yeah, I'm cool. And <laughs> thank you for being part of this thank, thank you, you so much thank yeah you. i really appreciate you coming on and thank you doing it nation for listening and watch cinderella you people yeah right you better now. watch it i swear to god